Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell-Campbell. Hello Nelson, how are you on the other side of the screen? I'm good. I'm mainly naked, uh, which honestly has been the best benefit of these remote recordings is freeballing <laughs> but you sit in like a like a cloth kind of office chair which i think mm-hmm. would be uncomfortable on like the naked buttocks and balls yeah well it's uh you know one of those things that you've you've got to balance out i think <laughs> you know i could wear pants and not be so itchy but then my my junk is all congested it it is good that we scare off any new listeners right away isn't it at the top of the show (laughs) yeah the 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 idea of congested balls it does not on a cloth yeah it doesn't really sit well i think (laughs) both figuratively Uh, and literally yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's right um, Gambo, we need to get into something at okay. the moment, which I've only just realized that I did not prepare earlier. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, we were asked by Cousin Rowan, we were challenged, in fact, to uh, do a Today I Fucked Up post, um, but it had to be a lie, Yeah. Uh, and we had to get the most we uh, most upvotes uh, we possibly could. <clears throat> Um, and so we didn't do it last week because we've got, I actually did it last week, but I just forgot about uh, the uh, talking about it on the podcast. So, uh, but yes, but uh, that gave you an extra week, Cambo, and yeah. I know you needed it. So. Yeah, I, I did. I did because I, I even like I did it after the deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I automatically get an extra fifty upvotes. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, you, you won't need extra upvotes. You said that last time, and I think you won. Uh, I think you're. I'm very, you're I'm overestimating. Very <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you're overestimating how many upvotes that uh, most, you know, like ninety percent of posts on Reddit actually get. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you break fifty, like you're doing well in, okay. in anything. Um. Uh. Anyway, would you like to go first, Camper? Or uh sure. All right, so I had a a certain strategy to mine, which was a slight troll. Uh, And I figured that this will either, uh, people will either enjoy the troll that I'm doing or they'll be very against it. And I wasn't sure which it was. So I'm going to read my post. Yeah. uh, And then I'll explain, uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit further. So mine, the headline is, today I fucked up by hiding my boss's death. Okay. Okay. Tantalizing headline. And this is the body. Okay, so this actually happened years and years back. I used to work for an insurance company and had recently uncovered some shady stuff. My boss was thrilled and invited me and my friend to come and join him for the weekend uh, at his house. Naturally, we were thrilled. Uh, When we got to his beach house, however, we found our boss dead. We were just about to call the police when suddenly a whole bunch of people started arriving for a party that my boss had apparently set up. Fearing that we might be implicated, brackets, I mean, we are at his house and the only ones there with a dead body, close brackets, we decided to try and hide the fact that he had died from his friends and family. As it turned out, my boss was in deep with the mob and was caught up in a drug trade. The whole weekend was super stressful and only after being convinced by a girl that I work with to come clean did we admit what we did. It was a crazy stuff, almost like something right out of a movie. Needless to say, this ruined the whole weekend. So that was my post. 
Okay, is that Weekend at Bernie's? It is, it is the plot of the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Okay. I've actually never seen Weekend at Bernie's, but I just knew that that's what yeah, that, yeah. that was about. So, uh, how, was that, how was that received, Gambo? It, it, honestly, it has more comments than upvotes. <laughs> okay. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't have many upvotes at all. It only got six upvotes. Oh, no. Okay, but it, yeah. it actually got a fair few comments. Uh, people generally seem to enjoy the joke. Okay. Uh, yeah, people go along those with it. Those six hey, people. Those six people really enjoyed well, the joke. That's, that's what I mean. Like, more people commented than upvoted, which, which kind of annoyed me. <laughs> Actually, that is annoying on Reddit. When yeah. you post something great and people have great conversations. For me, for, for one, I, I find that I do it on the um, d- uh, the DM subreddit for D&D. Yeah. I'll write something and then there'll be like tons of comments and like I've got five upvotes. I'm like, fuck yeah. you guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah. So, so comment. <laughs> comment wise, it, it actually did okay. Some people like people tended to go along with the joke. Some people saying you should write this into a screenplay. It would be a hit. Uh, uh, you know, some people saying you should have chucked a pair of Ray Bans on him and pretended like like a puppet, like happens in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there there was one person here that I thought uh, is worth mentioning. Uh, Fro- uh, Smoke Free Zone Fifty Seven did comment. Yep. They didn't enjoy this post. They said, no. "Way to steal a classic comedy plot for attention." <laughs> You just do it. You're just doing it for the upvotes, Cambo. Yes, you and there me. are a few people that have just said weekend at Bernie's. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how some people need to point out the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I've never been one of those. People. So anyway, that that was my strategy, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Okay, okay. Uh, pretty good strategy though and funnily enough mine is the complete opposite I have a lot more upvotes but I have only two comments okay. <laughs> um, I went for a very tactical approach mm-hmm. I was like okay things I need to do is market is not safe for work yeah great um, <laughs> because that would just naturally get you more hits uh, and then also uh, I wanted to post a photo so because on today i fucked up you can't do a photo post but if you link your photo then it will have the not safe for work kind of blurred out image yeah clickbait i see what you're doing and i was like that's an even better not safe for work thing <laughs> and then i even went to the extent of okay i i'm gonna look at optimal times to post online and i, and I actually found um it was like uh, 11 p.m. on our Saturday night. I think it was like one of the best times. Uh, one of the better times was, I think, Tuesday night. But that was going to be after the podcast, which I could have done because we forgot last <laughs> week. But um, uh, yeah, so so I decided to do uh, then, except I kind of stuffed up and I was playing games with some friends Saturday night. And it ended up being a really late night. And then I only posted it at like 3 a.m. And so I think I missed this like the, ideal the window, window uh, by, you know, quite a few hours. Um, but anyway, so uh, and the last thing I did was like, I wanted to make the again, another clickbaity uh, title. So the title of mine was today. I fucked up by telling my boss I love my friend's Greek semen. And. <laughs> uh, so then I've explained. So you know when you search your mind for the right word and you end up drawing out a different one instead? Well, today I joined a meeting late with my boss, uh, 56 female. 
and some other co-workers over Skype. They were just having some general chit-chat and the topic of conversation was something along the lines of not your everyday and slightly unusual but still delicious desserts. To give a slight bit of background, my job is strict. There are a lot of older people employed and it's very down the line. The fact that this conversation was even happening felt more like my boss just wanted to meet the monthly quota of one friendly conversation with the underlings. Anyways, during the conversation I, decide, I decided to pipe in with my two cents. My friend makes this really sweet traditional Greek bukake that I love. <laughs> a couple of co-workers start giggling and it clicks. Baklava! I mean baklava! My co-workers start laughing louder and I go into what I call the red-hot shame mode. I get very quiet and my face goes bright red. My boss pretends not to understand what I've said, but the fact that she moved on so quickly meant that she definitely did in fact think <laughs> that I said one of my favorite desserts is my friend's sweet, traditionally Greek semen. Uh, and then I put this is baklava and then put a link just to like a random <laughs> baklava thing so that you know that's how that's how yeah. I got the image you should have there. linked a picture of a bukkake just to really fuck with people again yeah 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 that's just because they think yeah. that this guy cannot distinguish the, the difference between baklava <laughs> and bukkake yeah just some um, uh, smoldering semen. This is what, <laughs> this is what semen is. Uh, that's good. That's very reddity. Like you've got the... Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, you've even added the unnecessary details that a lot of the Today I Fucked Up post ads. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I thought so long yeah, and yeah. hard about this. I just gotten back just from a walk when right. this happened because I just got these new shoes and I wanted to break them in. So anyway, after yeah. I got back, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did you add this? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This is unnecessary information. <laughs> um, but anywho, uh, so I ended up getting 30 updates. Hey, well done. Way, way better than me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, did, so did I it, can't remember... Did anyone what, have a go at you? Because I had at least one guy have a go at me. <laughs> uh, no, I just had one person that said, Baklava do be tasting really good, even better than Bukake. <laughs> and then nothing says loving like a plate full of sweet Greek, Greek bukkake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not uh, <laughs> that. That's all I had. Um, uh, yeah, I think that uh, because I think that the the way to do it, and I reckon I was close, is like you just need people to have that story that they can connect with as well. And I thought maybe the, you know, saying... The, everybody has the, like, saying something embarrassing to a boss kind of, you know, story. So I was, like, leaning into that a little bit. But then I thought it needed to be... It's maybe It was just maybe a little bit too far out there that nobody could really add as much. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what you need. If you get yeah. people adding their own stories as comments, then the, you know, there's, like, a... The, the upvotes will follow, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I think that uh, I, I, I can't uh, remember what email or like how far back uh, email was that Roman sent us, but I think it was something like $10 per upvote. So uh, you'll get 60 bucks, I'll get 300 um, And looking forward to that one. <laughs> Thank you, Rowan. Uh, anyway, let's get into the real Reddit on Reddit. Uh, this first one is by Ganjelf1991. Uh, at 18 years old, everyone should be shot once from a medium distance. This way, future generations will develop a bullet immunity. <laughs> is it uh, is it too far to suggest that I think this person might be an American? 
I I was gonna say, is it too far to suggest that America is trying this already? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. I think it's uh, uh, this, this could be a huge this, conspiracy theory. This is, in a way, the last thing we need because I can now see this argument being used by the NRA next time there's a school shooting. <laughs> yeah, being like, do yeah. you want these kids to be immune to bullets? Then this is actually the way to do it. Is more mm. school shootings, if anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We encourage it. <laughs> I mean, we obviously have been encouraging it. Yeah. But now we're just openly saying so. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and then that means uh, that it opens up the market to like armor piercing bullets, mm. you know? Because you're like, oh, well, I mean, you could fire these regular bullets, but we know that, that we're going to be building up an immunity to these regular bullets at yeah. the moment. So buy these more expensive armor piercing ones it's just a cycle i mean do you think like obviously this post a joke but do you think there are people out there that that do think this is how immunity works Mm. i think uh to some degree this is what i think that um really sort of uh it lets people know that the reason why i think people no matter how stupid you are would know that this is not going to happen is because people have been biting their tongue and lip for <laughs> millennia for yeah. millennia yeah and we have not become immune to that so i think that's how people would know this is just a ruse although in saying that i don't know how like people a thousand years ago maybe if they bit their lip they're like oh i'm dead that's it game over Right, right. Maybe we did build up some sort of immunity. And it's just, oh, now I just get like a bit of a ulcer or something if I, you know. So the, the, <laughs> the question is how long before the immunity would <laughs> would take effect? It'd be generations and generations. Mm. Like, Yeah, yeah. Guns four, haven't been around that long. Four to 500 years in the future, perhaps... People mm. will have bred in such a way that anyone that does die when they're shot at the age of eighteen, <laughs> yeah. th- those with the weaker constitutions, uh, are, are, they, they die out. Maybe helps with population. Not a bad second, second thing to to kind of sell this, but yeah, yeah. I, the thing is, you need to get all of society to commit to this for a very long period of time, and they will not see any of the benefits of it. Their children's 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 might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, don't think I don't think anyone will agree to it. I don't think you need to point. convince that many people. I think it just becomes natural selection. Eventually, no. in the future, there's going to be like generations of children that were shot at a young age, and those people are then immune to bullets. And then what happens? Oh my god, a universal war breaks out. Mm. Who dies? The people that weren't shot. Because as, you like, know their their generation. Like there was the Hundred Year War, right? Yeah, and we didn't come out immune to sorts after that. Yeah, well, we didn't try. We wasn't long <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. So it's like, it's, again, I don't, I don't think this will work. But if it were to, just by only those who were fine being shot at a medium range being able to breed, we have enough trouble just trying to convince people to wear a face mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not mm. foreseeing a, a way in which the Karens of the world will agree. Mm. 
Okay, look, I know this uh, is obviously a sarcastic post, but the, now the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, I wonder if this could literally happen. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes that's the funny way that evolution works, right? It's like, imagine the, you know, the little like skinks that lose their tails mm-hmm. when they're being picked up by a bird and then yeah. they regrow it, you know? That was just like an evolutionary trait. <laughs> you know, the only place, weirdly, I think that this could work, and it's kind of ironic because they're a country that just recently banned automatic fireworks, is like New Zealand. Because if there's a country that will do something selfless for generations just so people five to 600 years in the future don't have to suffer, it seems like it would be New Zealand. And Jacinda mm. would be like, hey, we're just going to shoot you all uh, coming out of high school, don't you? And everyone would be like, all right, Jacinda, no no, no problem. You know, like yeah. they'd just <laughs> yeah, be super yeah. affable about it. Yeah, I think they would accept that because their leadership is so strong, I think, that uh, if they came out, and like if if the, the difference is if Donald Trump came out and said this and like we've done the research and uh, we're just gonna shoot you all once, um, people would be like oh that, that's insane. But if Jacinta Ardern, the, who's the Prime Minister of New Zealand, came out and said that, I think people would be like you know what she's a trustworthy kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, would let like, her shoot me. When when Jacinda Ardern suggests something, I always think that she's probably thought it through. So if she yeah. suggests this, I'd be like, I assume she's done the research to back this up. <laughs> and yeah. and if, if I find out later that she heard it on this podcast, I'll never yeah. trust her again. <laughs> yeah. Though that being yeah. said, I mean, she did, I don't know if you saw, but she did appear on a Twitch stream uh, last week. There was like I a did. very popular New Zealand Twitch streamer. Brock, and Brock, she, yeah. yeah. And she, she, she went and appeared on his Twitch stream. So, I mean... Maybe maybe she is hip with the people. And what's hip with the people? This show. Yeah. We we could just start talking with a Kiwi accent, bro. <laughs> and that's the and thing. Like, like, especially come over. in, like, New Zealand and here, uh, we get a lot of, like, um, like, Maori and, like, big Polynesian dudes as, like, bouncers and stuff, right? Can you imagine yeah. if they were also bulletproof? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no one yeah. would ever try anything. Yeah, exactly. Which I always... What's happening is Jacinda Ardern is breeding an army, (laughs) an an impenetrable army. We all scuffed and laughed at the New Zealand army with their, you know, lack of automatic weapons, but not anymore. They've been training with machete. They're they're just going to walk over, like, the top of the trench into no man's land, bullets pinging (laughs) off them. Yeah. Like, it might still sting, though. Like, oh, shit. Oh, they got me. Oh, well... (laughs) Yeah, Jacinda, yeah. do you want us to keep going? They're, they got me. Yeah, keep yeah. going. You're bulletproof. Oh, yeah. You know. Just walk it off. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be great. But you know what? I'm on the side of I'm on the side of the Kiwis. If anyone's going to take over the world, I'm okay for them to do it. Mm. Oh, know? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause, especially because it would be called a dictatorship, which would be very funny. Mm, yeah, yeah, that would be funny. And funnier that it would be run by a woman, like, <laughs> and like a woman that ever that everyone loves. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hi, uh, this is now a dictatorship, and it's going to be an, a utilitarian uh, kind of regime. And everyone's like, yeah. "It's so cute." <laughs> yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> Just by the way, um, so you, you you mentioned the name of that Twitch streamer. So what was his name? 
Uh, Brock's. Brock's. If anyone wants a good time, look up the video of Brock's mm. realizing that people are donating him money. I think, did I talk about, I thought, well, maybe maybe I didn't, but I thought I talked about him on this podcast once before. Um, because I occasionally watch him in the morning if I'm, if I'm just on my laptop for work. Because it's such a really chilled sort yeah. of thing to watch. He, so he just does woodwork. Yeah. Um, like these, these sort of traditional Maori um, sort like of carvings. carvings. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I just find him so like kind of almost relaxing to watch too because he, he he just doesn't it's not even about the carving necessarily <laughs> the wood carving because he kind of has it in front of him but you can barely see it yeah. and what happens is he'll lean over do a couple of chips and then talk to chat for like five minutes and then like go back to i was like he's not even fucking yeah. working like i, I um, d- yeah so did, he, did you did you talk specifically about this video that blew up a couple of months ago i don't remember if we did but yeah, yeah but it, that's pretty much how he got his 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 fame. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. It's just being known as the most humble Twitch streamer. Well, I thought it was funny is uh, when Jacinda was on his. Uh, for people that don't know, people started like subbing and giving him money, and he was like, "Oh no, don't don't give me money. Can we give like he was trying to give the money back to them? Yeah, because he's he like, I don't want his any money. Phone, he's like, yeah. how do I how do I give this back? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want you to and, subscribe. And he's like. <laughs> He's like, it's a lockdown. Keep your money. I'm fine. Like, I don't want your money. He's trying to give all their yeah. money back. Very, very wholesome. Uh, and then when Jacinda was on his stream, uh, th- th- it's this. This is a perfect joke, except for it wasn't a joke. She said to him, "Or well, this must be why you're the most humble guy on Twitch." And he goes, "Oh, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you couldn't be more humble. Like, yeah, it's the yeah. most humble response to that quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, it's great. My theory is uh, he's just, you know, a slime ball camper is what I want to say. And he's milking everybody for what they're worth and just pretending he doesn't want the money. As soon as people start dropping off his stream, he goes around with his machete. Can't kill him. He's bulletproof. (laughs) He'll kill you if you don't donate. Anywho, uh, Kemba, I think we should get into Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit is by Chowazard. <laughs> two funny names. Ganjelf and Chowazard today. Uh, what positive impacts do you think will come from COVID-19? Uh, oh, I, I, I mean, I think the big one is going to be like office hours, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and not, not necessarily that they'll all radically change, but I think flexibility is going to become way more of a thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a huge part of it. And actually the mental, mentality around work as well. Because for ages, the mentality I think about working it has been like, you work for eight hours a day and that's that's work. Yeah, (laughs) that's how we we justify paying you that amount of money, which is an insane logic, but it is just like somehow being ingrained as that's what, that's the metric in which we, you know, evaluate working is that Mm. you are there for eight hours. Um, And I think that there's actually this this guy I heard a little while ago and he talked about how he uh, started his uh, his business as a work from home thing. So all of his employees started working from home. Um, And he talks about how, like, the huge advantages. 
Um, for one, he was like, I don't have any office space anymore. Uh, I don't have to rent out office space. Yeah. Uh, I think he kind of downsized first and then now just doesn't have anything at all. Um, and he said like the product productivity is way better. Um, he can, because he's sort of saving money, he can actually pay his employees more as well. Uh, so there's like that better kind of satisfaction based on, uh, you know, salary there. But it, it was just like this really um, revolutionary kind of idea that he had. And so he's kind of, you know, laughing now and being like, oh, now you're all experiencing this. And realizing that your mentality has to change and it's not about the hours somebody works, but it's about the content that they produce in the end. And I think that's so important. It's been like, it's made me so annoyed and nuts in the past where, you know, you might have been uh, uh, like given a task that you can do in no time at all. And it's like, if that if that's what you want to do or if you want to put in like extra hours one day to get this thing done so that you don't have to work as many the next day then or any the next day, then you should be able to do that. Like yeah. that's just work that the mentality around work, I think, needs to evolve. It's it's that it's I find it interesting because I like my output, I think, is the same. But like you'd, you'd go into an office, you would go from nine to five working like you were saying that that's what work is. And I don't, whether people want to admit it or not, I don't think anyone at the moment is sitting down at nine doing nothing but work until five. Yeah. And then, like, I don't think anyone is doing that. I think everyone's taking little breaks and doing little things in between. Yeah. And you still get the same amount of work done, which makes me wonder, like, what, what was I doing at the office that was taking <laughs> that, that extra time up without any more productivity like it must be just yeah. these small micro interactions and just like like office minutiae or, or whatever whereas yeah. like you know occasionally you'll be like oh, okay I've, I've had one zoom meeting another one's in 20 minutes i'll play a little bit of tony hawk between then and yeah, and yeah. you can and it doesn't affect your productivity because yeah. realistically you probably wouldn't have done much between those meetings anyway at work you know what i mean yeah, exactly. Yeah, I reckon a lot of it is taken up with like, uh, yeah, just just conversation around the office. And, yeah. And I think like people do take those breaks at work, right, without realizing it. But you kind of disguise it a little bit. You'll read some like stupid article on yeah. the intranet that you have ne would never read, and read otherwise or never. It, it's probably totally irrelevant to you, but you're like, well... I kind of want to take a break from what I'm doing and I'm just going to yeah, do this it, it, It's like, were I in an office, I probably would have come out of one meeting and knew I had 20 minutes till the next meeting, gone back to my desk, talked to the guy that was with it's like like on the desk next to me. He would have probably been like, what was the meeting about? Oh, it was about this. They explained that to him. He doesn't really care. I don't actually really care to explain. Or I can collect the letters S-K-A-T-E and downhill jam yeah. and and have a good time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think that I think that's like totally it. It's that you can, you know, you're always taking breaks regardless where you are, but you will actually be better like almost rested in the interim yeah. if you can do whatever the f you want at home <laughs> yeah, rather yeah. than you know the the stupid things that you pretend to do with yeah. your job. Like go, go to the go biscuit to the tub in the kitchen way more work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Um and I'd have a little game on my phone, obviously, to, to pass the time in while I'm on there. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I think it, it'd, it'd be inter- really interesting. I mean, my work, uh, I have a feeling that there's all these like uh, subtle conversations where you can read between the lines a little bit where they're saying like, oh yeah, you know, when we, when we get back to normal, like it won't be normal and there'll be a thing where you can work from home. They're like, yeah, you know, if you want to work at home, like maybe one day a fortnight or a <laughs> month or you're like, yeah, okay, I think you're missing the fucking point yeah, of this. So yeah. like, I, it just kind of feels like you're not really, they're not really going to implement this is how I, I feel. And I feel like they're going to, which is so disappointing because I think that it's just this mentality from people higher up. I mean, it might change, but it's like, you haven't understood the benefits of this, mm. uh, you know, of of uh, people working from home, it's just totally blown over you, and you're you're still in this kind of traditional way of thinking of like people need to work at work, and otherwise, how do you manage them? You know, it's like this micromanaging mentality where it's like, well, you have to be there to make sure that your employees are doing the right work. It's like, no, there's a you need to change the way you're managing your staff, and you know, like it, you will end up with a better work workforce if you do it the right way. You, you know what else I think, like unrelated to to this benefit is something that the coronavirus has done is it's actually made face masks something that people make fashionable and fashion accessories like yeah. before this i think of face masks i think of the thin blue little sheets right yeah. they're the yeah. ones you normally get in hospitals yeah and now especially like where we are they're they're like Mandatory, like lawfully, you have to wear a mask when you're out. So yeah. we we see them. I would say more than even other parts of the world. And like I've caught myself seeing someone like, oh, that's a cool face mask. Like yeah. who would ever have thought that one yeah. year ago? You know. Do you know what I've thought about doing? And I uh, someone can steal this idea, but they would need to give me a percentage of the profits. <laughs> Is uh, I, I was painting, playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. The a little while ago and it's about samurai and you know how samurai have those really cool masks yeah like the evil kind of faces you know that they wear in battle i was like that would be an awesome face mask <laughs> to like design them like that so uh somebody do that give me some royalties thank you i also like i was thinking that like, i had a, i had my face mask on i had a baseball cap on because my hair's getting a bit long and unwieldy at the moment and like mm. it was it was a little bit sunny so i had sunglasses on and i'm like it's crazy i can walk into a store right now and people are like oh thank god yeah. Thank, thank <laughs> yeah, God he's yeah. got all of this on. Whereas, like, yeah. normally people would hit the floor immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it'd be. Is it easier to rob places now? <laughs> Maybe. That's positive. Maybe. That's positive. Because you'd be like, <laughs> give me all your money. And then they go and hand you cash and you'd be like, oh, actually. Yeah, just transfer it to this. <laughs> um, actually, that's a good point because normally, you know, like traditionally, you can't you can't walk into the bank with like a, a helmet on, yeah, like a, a motorcycle helmet because like oh, it's obscuring your identity. I wonder. I, I, I like haven't been to the bank uh, since this whole pandemic thing. I wonder if they make people take it off. Well, I do. I do know there's several like petrol stations or gas stations for our american friends here that before you go in you have to pull down your face mask for the camera for a few seconds and put it back up just so just so if anything goes down they can go back through the footage and find you wow that's so funny it seems weirder at a gas station 
because you're filling up your car and they would definitely see your license plate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like, because otherwise you would just, I don't know. But also, if I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go knock over that servo, Nelson, to be super Australian. you're not going with your car. Yeah, yeah, to to be super (laughs) Australian for a second, if I'm going to go knock over the servo, uh, I just wouldn't comply with that rule. <laughs> I would just go in with yeah. my face mask still on with a gun yeah. and be like, give me all your money. And then the, what are they going to do? Go back in the footage and be like, oh, you know, you never did the thing. So- <laughs> yeah, check if you did it. Check if you did it. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a good point. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but um, I think there are... Some negatives, believe it or not, around COVID nineteen. <laughs> you surprised me, <laughs> yeah, Nelson. With this face mask, th- mask thing, is you, it is so much harder to tell if somebody's attractive or not. <laughs> I didn't realize. Well, actually, I did know. I've I've figured this out about myself, right? You know how some people are like, "Oh, what do you find most attractive about the opposite sex?" Mm. And we know you're a big boob, Cambo person. Uh, but I... It's with you say that, because I think I've said on the show that I'm not a boob guy. I can't remember. (laughs) I'm making this up. Uh, But I've always been attracted to smiles. Right. I just find somebody has a really nice smile. I'm I'm really attracted to that. And the face mask thing, well, I can't go on that anymore. Well, this works out quite well for me because mine's always been eyes, which if anything, this just highlights people's eyes. Yeah. This yeah, is, I guess, this is my ideal situation for like finding people attractive. Yeah, it's like you yeah. find eyes attractive. You all you'll see is eyes from now until who knows when. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it works in your advantage, Cam, because you're so ugly, also. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover more of this face. That's why he's wearing the sunglasses, <laughs> the hat, and the mask. Yeah, yeah. It's at- it's a real shot in the dark if anyone's trying to work out if I'm attractive, and I'm yeah. just hoping people are giving me the benefit of the doubt. You could, you could, yeah, exactly. You could, if people are inherently nice and believe everybody, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, I'm a chance. Um, we should probably move on, but one other thing I think is interesting, uh, about COVID 19 is, uh, there, I think there will be, there, there's kind of been a test run, sort of, of, uh, universal income, mm. which is uh, always been like floated around as ideas, like, well, that's that's how we're going to go into the future because we'll have a lot of computers and robots that will do our jobs for us um, and more efficiently. But then that leaves people without work, so we need you know a universal income. And like, I'm praying for that day to be just around the corner. I Specifically, we should say universal. Lifetime. A lot of it's like universal base income. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's like, uh, I, I think the idea that you can uh, continue to work and get more money on, on top of that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's not like you can only ever earn this one amount because that, that, that essentially kind of becomes communism. But the idea, it's like everybody gets a base amount and then, yeah, you can you can build. Yeah, and I think it, it it's just kind of meant to... Uh, partly kind of free up I mean at the now at, at the moment we're like well we need to work because we need the money and we you know whatever if we get to a point where they're like well you don't need to work 
what do you want to do with your life? Hmm. I feel like is just uh, an amazing future. You would get um, so many more people actually kind of following their dreams. Like say someone wants to be a musician, right? Yeah. And yeah, they go out and they, they do gigs or they write music whenever they can, but they really do need to work. But if they could actually afford to take a mm. few months off and really give it a go. Yeah. That like, I think a lot more people would try yeah yeah exactly musicians is is kind of a, a great uh, example exactly because traditionally pays super shitty yeah and really hard to get by as a musician but uh if that wasn't so much of an issue you know i feel like you could you could spend more time on that and you kind of can see you know like people are picking up a lot more hobbies during covid it's like well i can't work i can't leave i'm going to you know i i'm getting this it's uh, some sort of income from the government so i'm gonna do cross stitching you know <laughs> it's like and i think it is this this mild test run i want to say for universal income it's probably not perfect and i'm sure there's uh you know economists that would be able to uh you know uh work it out in such a way that it would be far more beneficial than it, than it is now but uh you know i think it's a good look into maybe the future and what could uh, potentially be yeah um okay uh we'll do we'll do one more quick one we might only do one today Alan, and she, oh god this how the hell did this episode go <laughs> so long already okay this is another ask reddit uh this is by tne10 your favorite movies now have clickbait titles what are they called now oh okay I like this idea of clickbait movie titles. I think some yeah. of them already exist. Like the, a movie called was, Snakes on a Plane. I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's what that movie was. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't anything <laughs> but the title. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to go Snakes on a Plane? Nobody has ever said, what's that about? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I would say another example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You Says don't walk right out there. of Texas Chainsaw Massacre going, huh, oh, I didn't expect yeah. that. Do you know what I think? Uh, a, um, uh, th- I feel like the, there is a slight difference though because sometimes it's like clickbait versus literally what it is, and I yeah. feel like you know, saying some play literally what it is. Yeah. Is it clickbait? Okay, enough? maybe. So, I'm not so, sure. like, so, is there is there an air of mystery about the well, title? I'm not well, sure. I, the the other big clickbait thing is you click for one thing, but you don't really get that thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. good example of that. There's a movie called The Squid and the Whale. That sounds exciting. Yeah. It's about a divorce. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. if you were to rent the squid and the whale, you're like, all right, I'm going to get some squid whale action. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I've, I've and then you're like, oh, this is very sad. They, they were in love, but now they're getting divorced and their kids are involved. Mm. I'm very sad and I've been tricked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I like my I mean, one of my favorite movies already is Fight Club. And right. to me, that's pretty clickbaity <laughs> it in itself. Yeah. It's like, because you're like, is it just totally about a fight club? You're like, I don't know. Like, there's a, bit, there's a bit more to it. How does that, you know, what do yeah. they exactly mean by fight club? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine <laughs> people being like, fight club. I love boxing movies and stuff like that. And then you walk out <laughs> yeah. being like, some kind of commentary on masculinity and consumerism. Ah, <laughs> yeah. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, that that would uh, 
those couple are good. I don't really know what I could come up with for like thinking about some of my other fa- favorite movies, like Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. or Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Well, no, Shawshank Redemption. So let's let's go with a traditional uh, clickbait style article. Would be like, this man escaped prison. You'll never guess how he did it. Mm, yeah mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it that's a good point or even if i think you were just more blatant about it i would still be interested to see it this guy slowly chips at a wall and escapes uh jail yeah watch to find out more (laughs) (laughs) i'd be like that's impossible how would he how did he possibly do that and and like like eternal sunshine might be there's a there's a kind of a listicle uh clickbait style of article so it'd be like five reasons to erase your girlfriend from your memory brackets and five reasons not to yeah 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 (laughs) yeah that is uh that's a good one you've done it camber you've solved (laughs) um uh okay i think we should move into today i advise so now it's time for today i learned this today I learned is by Just Judging Reddit. Uh, well, it was cross posted to us by Just Judging Reddit, but it was originally by Sazekeres81. Uh, and Just Judging Reddit has, uh, which I think is Hallie, has uh, asked an additional question. Okay. Um, but I'll go with the today I learned first. Uh, today I learned Family Guy has been the repeated target of a conservative non-profit group called the Parents TV Council, calling for the show's cancellation. In response, Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane publicly said, that's like getting hate mail from Hitler. Uh, get, I've just realized I, I cut off a bit of it. Uh, that's like getting hate mail from Hitler. They can all suck my dick. <laughs> um... And then Hallie has asked a question. And then Hallie asked a question. She said, what would you reply if you got hate mail from Hitler? (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, Hitler would have so much to be angry with his about. Mm, Yes. Our our, um, unconditional support of Jewish people. For one, probably that's being a biggie. At the top of our that's list. a biggie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this this pod, this uh, podcast is kosher. So <laughs> and our general anti-Nazi propaganda rhetoric as well, I don't mm. think would float his boat. N- neither one of us is blonde-haired or blue-eyed. Yeah, though though we're we're not like we're not. This is a weird thing to say. We're not the farthest thing from a Nazi pinup. <laughs> you can get the we are white, so <laughs> that yeah, yeah. we're Anglo-Saxon. We're we're mm. white. Uh, yeah, on we're, a sliding we're scale, bodied. we're you know yeah yeah we're, we're not we're, like we're, exactly one hundred percent at one end of. I, the I would say version. we're depressingly and alarmingly <laughs> closer than we'd like it to that blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, you know, utopia that he sought. Mm, um, yes. But despite that, I think he would still have problems with our ideology. Yes, I think that's true. Uh, religious man as well, I believe. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some religions. He was against some. other religions. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he himself was a, was, a, was a very religious man. Does that and, make us almost similar? Because... 
we are obviously against all religion. We don't believe in any religion. Except and we're so, just saying we're big supporters of the Jewish people. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I have dug myself that hole. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, just let's just talk about hate mail in general then. If we were to receive, receive a bit of hate mail, or let's say a one star review that was angry that we don't timestamp as an example just a hypothetical <laughs> yeah yeah um would you respond to hate mail or would you just is it water off a duck's back well i mean that's difficult to say if it's just general hate mail not really in fact i think that having a a, a podcast and getting hate mail is like that that's when you know you've done something yeah. great in the world it's like you've angered some person that is just like irrelevant to you at all you could just cross them in the street and not even know who they are and you've angered that you've drawn such resentment from that person they have given you hate mail that's uh i i I like those moments more than the five star reviews if i'm gonna be honest (laughs) (laughs) there there, there is um like i I was tempted because yeah we, we once received a negative review and i was tempted to reply to it in some way because it did say one of them has a really annoying laugh and I, I did just, yeah, I just wanted to follow up and be like, which one? Who? <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> I think it's me. I think it's me. I think I, I see, have the more annoying On the, the contrary, I believe it's me. So do write in. If someone yeah. could leave us a five-star review, but do let us know which of us has the annoying laugh. Yeah. Either give us a five-star review and let us know who has an annoying laugh or a five-star review, but just like uh, the text is hate mail. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A five-star review, but really trashed the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will really confuse like the iTunes algorithm being like, well, we do, we, we want to bump it up because it's getting good reviews, but these don't look good. Yeah, yeah. But we've had to bleep out a lot of this <laughs> review. I think these reviews are being done at gunpoint because they're not saying nice things, but they're all <laughs> universally five stars. Yeah. Um, but uh, so while I normally wouldn't, uh, I think, respond to to hate mail, I enjoy getting it, but I don't think I'd respond to it. Mm. I think if Hitler mm. sent me some hate mail, I think I might be inclined to reply. Right. And just, it wouldn't even be that much because what I've learned from uh, playing online games is that sometimes few words can cause the most pain. Yeah. So I think, like, uh, you could just say, nice war, dickhead. <laughs> well, you know what? I imagine that uh, that Hitler, probably a bit of an egomaniac, right? He yeah. very much wanted to change history. So if you were to write back and be like, sorry, who are you? And yeah. what what do you, yeah, that that would really get oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or say stuff like you were better at uh you were worse at invading Poland than you were at uh, painting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Really hit him where it hurts. Yeah. Cuz yeah. he was like, but, "Well, maybe I can do something better if I'm not a good painter, I'll invade country." <laughs> <laughs> but to really throw it back in your face and say, no, actually your artwork was better. And even you knew that that was terrible and you should give it up. <laughs> That's a real punch in the face. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, do you know what I, I find fascinating about this? Just to go on the family guy side of, of this is like, really, how could you possibly hate a TV show so much that you like, 
that you go out of your way to try and get it taken off the air and like it, it because especially because it's just so far away from really causing any havoc or anything yeah. i feel like from what i understand about these kind of groups i don't know about this one specifically but like i know this happens a lot to south park is there's this idea especially i'm gonna say amongst the more conservative like christian crowds that it it, it has all these immoral messages in the show yeah. but the show itself is appealing to children like the fact that it's a cartoon yeah. means inherently kids are attracted to it. So kids will watch, they'll see these, these anti-Christian or these immoral lessons and then they, they'll, they'll grow up immoral. Yeah. I believe that's yeah. the general idea, but that's not how anything works. Well, I feel like it's been a long time since cartoons were just for children as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, like, I, I, totally, like, I totally agree with you. It's like, I feel like, like that. Yeah. Genre has just changed itself. Yeah. From. Yeah, though I think like like there's enough idiots in the world that don't check things. Like uh, we, I think we we both worked at the movies when the movie Ted was out. Movie about a talking teddy bear by Seth yep. MacFarlane, actually, coincidentally. Yeah. Uh, not at all for kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, coarse language, all kinds of like like crude sexual jokes. He, the, the teddy bear smokes pot all the time. The amount of parents I at at the ticket box would be like, just so you know you shouldn't take your kid to this movie. And they were yeah. blissfully unaware of that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's those kind of people that just are like, well, if it's a cartoon, it must be for kids. So therefore, this cartoon seems to be like, th th there's not enough, you know, like th th there's not enough information in their head to really process that there are adult cartoons. Yeah, yeah. We should, yeah, we should show them hentai. Oh, my God. That, their mind would be blown. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the worst kind of adult cartoon. <laughs> Actually, I have a funny anecdote uh, about the Ted movie and working at the cinemas at that time. Uh, and also kind of finally ties into... Um, so cinemas now, uh, I, I know we've talked about before, and if you don't know, cinemas are all digital. Mm -hmm. There's like very rarely any uh, film, 35mm film prints uh, in those objectors anymore. Um, and we this was at a stage where we were crossing over, like literally... It was, we were like a couple of weeks away from going from uh, film print to digital. And, uh, you know, there'd been some pushback from the projectionists to be like, oh, well, you know, like, should we really be doing this job? You're about to kick us out kind of thing. There were some people that were like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll honor this to the end kind of whatever. Uh, and we had one guy who was, he was like that, you know, like, uh, you know, kind of annoyed about it, but he understood that's the way the industry was going. And so anyway, uh, this one day I'm managing and then I get a lady like rush up to me and she's like, you need to stop whatever's playing in uh, this cinema because it's uh, wrong. And I ran up there and luckily it was just the trailer for Ted. But there is a, a, a in part of the trailer, I don't know if anybody remembers, he's like using um, <laughs> like hand sanitizer <laughs> and makes it look like cum and it's like all over his body. Yeah, yeah. And so there was like these children and their parents going to watch some sort of small kiddie movie. Uh, and uh, I just thought it was funny that the projectionist had put on the wrong reel. And I was like, this 
doesn't really happen with digital stuff, <laughs> you know. Um, and you're kind of proving why we're making you redundant. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also just had this, like, super bitchy lady that was, like, so angry. I went into the front of the cinema, like, calling the projectionist at the same time. I ran, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, we're going to change this over. And as I'm talking, the, the trailers and stuff are still playing, right? Not the TED trailer, but just, like, random ads and things. And so I'm having to speak really loud. Um, but it was like faster than me kind of getting the projectionist to turn down the volume because he has to change over the reel, which is yeah, like such yeah. a big process. See, yeah, yeah. And Just a little behind the scenes, digital projection, you hit, you hit stop. Yeah. And then yeah. you click a new move and you hit play. Uh, yeah. 35 mil projection, that's a whole process. Yeah, yeah. A huge kind of uh, way to do it. And then, and so the lady's like, can you turn down the volume first? And I'm like, oh my God, this is so... Like, I'm trying to fix this problem. <laughs> and just like, all I need to say is we're working on it. And yeah. she's like so angry and like you can tell... And most of the other like mothers in there are like somewhat understanding. Some are kind of a little bit annoyed, but they're like, well, it wasn't really... The kids wouldn't even understand that context yeah. of that joke, you know? Um, and yeah, and uh, so th- probably that lady would be on some sort of board like these people where they just get irrationally upset. It's like, please, your, your child's going to be fine. They'll fucking understand this shit, you know, when they're older anyway. What does it matter if they see something and don't t- like understand or comprehend what's going on at the moment? It's yeah. like, you'll be fine. There's not going to traumatize them. There are some really great wrong film being threaded into a cinema stories from the, the days of projection when we worked at, at the cinemas. But uh, yeah. I, I think that, that, that that's, a, that's a good example, I think, of like they're, they're also the kind of people that even though you were trying to explain what had happened and it was a mistake, there was no rationality behind their anger. And I think these are the people that are attacking family. Yeah, 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 it's true. Uh, all right, camera, I think we should get into your shower thoughts. Uh, this shower thought was cross-posted to us by Just Judging Reddit, but it was originally by Spimchilimpemdement. Spimchilimpemdement. Uh, paper has six sides, but four of them are useless for anything except cutting yourself. <laughs> it's just a stupid observation about yeah. paper. It's true. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you going to like use this? This is like a real, you know, a peanuts, not a nut asshole kind of thing to say. <clears throat> mm. Where if someone's like, which side of the paper do you want me to do? This side or this side? And you can be like, actually, paper has six sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can cut yourself with the other phone, <laughs> idiot. I think name another product, Cambo, where two thirds of it are only there to cause you pain. <sighs> Can't do it. Shit. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. I think paper is unique in that in that respect. I think this is what we need to do. Create cubed paper. <laughs> yeah okay so it's like several inches thick and rounded edges okay <laughs> i think yeah, yeah. or just ball paper can, just can you imagine paper can you imagine how much fatter filing cabinets would have to become? <laughs> yeah. but you could get you know 
like uh, what is it, like six times the amount of information. On, uh... <laughs> I, I love the idea that like we we come to some patent office when we're like we've got a new form of paper, and, and literally everyone's like paper. Paper's dying out. What are you doing? Why are you inventing new forms yeah. of paper now? We know it's dying out. Yeah, yeah. You can only use two of the six sides. <laughs> it's like this will we've, stop. We've identified the problem and we're yeah. here to fix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, all right, then how else are you going to receive a letter without the threat of being cut by any side of the paper? And they're like, email. You're like, oh, ah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't think about email. <laughs> yeah, it's instant as well. <laughs> Quite easy to put in. You should see the envelopes we invented with this paper. It's enormous. I have to get a courier. A normal mail won't send it. The the prototype cost us tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Ironically, we were emailing with the manufacturer this whole time. It was right there. Why didn't he say anything? Uh. Okay, here's another one. This is by Mall Cup, 1993. According to movies, the most stressful part of being a veterinarian is having very dangerous criminals coming in and needing medical attention. <laughs> Do you, I also love the idea that that in the you know portrayal uh, from from movies and TV shows is that vets are so underpaid yeah. that they will take the work anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they're like doing fine it's like i'll go to the dredges of society the vets and get them to do it because they'll be desperate for the 50 also bucks give them. movies would have me believe that a lot of vets are working late at night like yeah post a robbery the criminal yeah. bleeding from a gunshot wound will like break into the the veterinary clinic and force someone to patch him up yeah. i'm like why are these vets here what, what I would imagine they... in my brief experience with vets, it's a very nine to five kind of occupation. Yeah, yeah. There might be like one that's open. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, that's maybe... these in the movies and stuff, it's normally like like a small kind of rundown. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like a. They're it's not like going to be open. <laughs> it's like a night. mom and pop kind of shop. Yeah. Although, if most of your income is from criminals. Needing to, you know, take bullets from the... The criminals, the, I imagine, aren't paying. Yeah, yeah. The, well, I don't know. Because I, I feel like if I was a criminal yeah. and I needed medical attention, I would pay the vet. Because you don't want them to knock on you, for mm, one. Okay. Because otherwise then just bust down like it's some doctor. Like go to a hospital, you know? Go so, to somebody that actually works on people. I feel like you're going to the vet because you're like, I'm going to pay you off. You get a bit of extra cash because so, you're such a poor veterinarian. I, I always assumed that it, it was a bit like you go to a hospital, you probably you have to go into records and stuff. Like they're not going to treat you unless you sign in. And it's a lot harder to like kind of hold up a hospital at hostage to try and get treated. Whereas a vet, you know, you do it. At the, you get them to do it at gunpoint, but there's far less documentation. It's far easier to slip in and out of a vet. Mm. I always imagined that you, was the reason. You know what they should do? I I thought it was just because vets are so poor and they'll do <laughs> anything for a quick buck. Uh, but what you should do really is you should sit outside the like staff exit of a hospital. Mm. 
Yeah, and that's then not bad. Get, you know, the the uh, doctors that are going out for a smoko, mug them. <laughs> why are you Why are you risking? Like, I feel like it's the same risk almost. Mm. I going. I, I do enjoy the idea that uh, at veterinary school, there must be one day where they're like, all right, quickly, we will just show you how to treat a gunshot wound to a human. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And someone's like, well, why is this for? Uh, occasionally, you will get the straight criminal coming in. <laughs> yeah. So you will need to know this basic stuff. We won't touch on it too much, but it's important to know mm. the basics. Yeah. If you don't know this, uh, <laughs> they, they are likely to shoot you. So... <laughs> We feel obligated to teach you this method to potentially save your life yeah, yeah. in the future. <laughs> uh, the upside to this, I will say, students is uh, occasionally if they've just robbed a bank, sometimes they do leave a little pile of money for you for your help. Uh, it's yeah. not a hard and fast rule, but it is. It's kind of an unspoken rule that they should pay you some. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're comfortable enough with it, um, if they do pass out, you could murder them and take the <laughs> money, um, which is also a little... And you, and you will need the money because, as we all know, vets are underpaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. When you make it out of here, you are getting nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, I have one last here. One last one here, Kembe. It's by Colonaut. I feel like this person understands shower thoughts that better than a lot of other people. What color is watermelon and... What color is a watermelon? Have two completely different answers. (laughs) It's good. That's a great shower thought. It is good. You know what I want to see? And I don't know whether this is a thing. Maybe I just don't spend enough time in the shower thought subreddit. Is people to actually be like, oh, the the water's a bit cold. I might turn it up. And someone being like, this is, sorry, I'm actually thinking of showers. (laughs) This this is what I was thinking in the shower this morning. I should have specified this. Yeah. This seemed like the subreddit for that. Or like, oh, I might masturbate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. My shower head's leaking. I should look into getting that replaced. (laughs) That is a shower thought. We should start a subreddit called literal showers. (laughs) (laughs) No, we should contest and see if we can take over shower thoughts. Being like, our subreddit is more (laughs) apt to this. We are, these are thoughts about showers. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They can have the subreddit metaphorically shower thoughts, <laughs> but we want r slash shower thoughts. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, great one. Uh, what color is watermelon and what color is a watermelon? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, anyway, uh, now, Camera, we can get into the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, indeed. We got one here from Hallie. It says, gentlemen, first off, I must apologize to Cambo. I recently got called out for bullying Cambo on Discord, even though it was justified. Uh, <laughs> um, to make it up to you, I would like to send you a surprise for your 30th birthday in lockdown. Please reply with an address and I can send it to you and the date so I can try and get it to you on time, COVID depending. Uh, it's My birthday's pretty soon. I don't know if this will be achievable, but sure. Uh, maybe I can even sneak some dog-themed items in there for Nelson and his... Pr- <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't, I hadn't read this before. Nelson and his prostitutes. 
uh, uh, Nelson and his prostitutes. Second, I must say that I very much appreciate the job advice. You convinced me to leave my rewarding career of being a brain doctor and try surgery on a different body part. Unfortunately, I must get another job while my malpractice suit gets settled. Turns out I should just leave the hearts to his imp. Oops. Until I get the courage to attempt heart surgery again, I guess I will just have to be a jeweler. Oh, well. My question for you boys is, have you considered being a vet? Yeah. I mean, the money's not great, but occasionally you will patch up a well-paid criminal. Yeah. It's not great, but occasionally it is great. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, (laughs) if you murder them, you get all the money. So just remember that. If you're comfortable with that, yeah. you haven't you haven't signed a Hippocratic oath. <laughs> so there's that loophole to get out of. <laughs> yeah, I think I think vets the oath is just uh, we'll try. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they purposefully kill a lot of their patients. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like to think that the the, the oath for vets are uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you get yeah. yeah, like my dog's sick. Can you help him? Well, we'll see what happens. Look, if I can't help him, I can definitely kill him for you. <laughs> I would like that to just be a vet that's just very blatantly of it. Hey, I might be able to help them. Otherwise, de- I can definitely kill this dog for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, my question for you boys is, if you could uh, get all of your education slash training for free, what field would you want to study and work in? My goal is to become a gemologist as well as a jeweler. And at this point, I'm only months away. Love you guys, Hallie. I want to know what the difference between a gemologist is and a lapidarist. Um, What's a... I'm assuming a lapid... What was the one you said? (laughs) Because a lapidarist is an artist or artisan who forms stone minerals or gemstones into decorative items such as cabacons. I don't know what that is. Engraved gems and faceted designs. Uh, okay, so maybe it's like less about the uh, jewelry side of it. Yeah, just about the gems themselves. But then gemologist sounds like it's all about the gems. I'm confused. Like, so a lapidarist, I think, yeah, it like cuts cuts gems. I thought, or or like, yeah, stone minerals and gemstones. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, maybe they're the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, that was relevant. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get all you can trade. What field do you want to stay in? Working? Okay. <clears throat> um, oh god, it's so hard to say because uh, this uh, it's like something I've said on this uh, podcast before is something I would like to get into. I think is um, is programming, and I actually think I would do a lot better if I went and actually got an education because programming i think you can do a lot of online learning there's lots of resources for it but i think me personally i would do better is is if i was like in a classroom or i like had a teacher and they were telling me stuff because i find it hard to to teach myself um from you know just online learning tools i can understand it i can understand the concept of programming but like I don't know, my, my concentration or something is like, I just find it a lot harder. And I feel like I need projects to work on rather mm. than just understanding something. I need to like, okay, now put what you've learned into action. And there's not as much of that online. Um, but I don't know whether like it would be... Um, I still don't know if I would be genuinely interested in that after I finished, for example. 
which I guess would be maybe a great reason why I would do it more so if the education was free. Yeah. Because then there's no downside. <laughs> Nothing to waste but your time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, uh, and I mean, we have pretty good uh, education in Australia anyway. So. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, because I, I've always been interested in like film production, and I did get an education in film production, and it wasn't free, but boy, it was close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was like a few hundred dollars. Like it really wasn't much money. Yeah, for like yeah, a two-year exactly. course. And uh, yeah, that's right. And you can still we have like a hex debt, which mm. is where you can slowly pay off uh, your education after you get a job. Yep. Um, and only after you're earning a certain amount of money. So and I guess, I think I guess maybe th- even I think there's even more like things like if it's if it's not in this or oh, maybe no. Yeah, maybe and we not. should point out I know that Americans have like student loans, but the hex system that we have in Australia is pretty different to a traditional student loan. It's yeah. almost laughable how easy it is to not pay much money at all. Yeah, yeah. Um so yes. I, I would also say, in a sense, Hallie, we kind of have this option already and we still don't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's the good point. <laughs> I, think, I think it shows either like the apathy of the average person or specifically us, that even yeah. though education in this country is very accessible and very reasonably priced, you still haven't done a programming course <laughs> Uh, I haven't I've done, thought about it. I, I, I haven't done much with the course I did do. Like, yeah, yeah. Is there anything now though? Like, obviously, if you if you, if we were more get up and go uh, mm. people, <laughs> would would is there something else you would you would? Uh, you uh, know, yeah, weirdly, there is, and it's very specific, and I don't know if it's taught, but uh, I've become increasingly interested in what it must be like to write a script for a comic book. Right. Which is a very specific okay. kind of thing. Mm, yeah, but there's, yeah. there's really, I don't imagine many courses for it, but if there was and it was free, I would definitely yeah. do it. I imagine there's just like a whole bunch of kind of literature courses and stuff that, mm. you know, because probably comic book uh, writers potentially came from something like that, you know, like writing scripts for those. They probably uh, went through it. Well, for, for, from from the, the kind of skin-deep analysis I've ever done is this, the consensus seems to be there is no consensus. Everybody does it differently and there's no mm, yeah. particular thing. Like yeah. some people are like, oh, I don't do it like that at all. And no one I know does it anyway like I do it at all. <laughs> Just do it, I guess. Mm. Like that seems to be the thing. That's true. And I feel like that's a in a lot of creative... Uh, pathways right like any any sort of creative element yeah i guess it would be i guess it would be like how do you make a song (laughs) you can ask that to so different people and there would be a million different ways to do it yeah exactly yeah and i think um uh yeah even like painting and stuff like it's almost like if you do what is taught you are not as creative and you won't be as well known sort of thing. You know, like a classic example of yeah. Picasso, like his his work is so bizarre and interesting. It's mm. like that's what made him unique. That's, that's, that's so good. You know, he wasn't doing these kind of generic realism sort of uh, 
paintings or, you know, and, and there obviously are styles where like impressionist paintings were uh, really uh, in vogue for a while. Um, and so there might be a lot of people doing. Well, I mean, thing, I mean, a but, lot of it like b- before, unique. before cameras, a lot of the point of art was to capture the beauty of the world. And then when cameras became invented and they could do that arguably better than, than a painting, it became about capturing what a camera couldn't capture, which then became like really extremist, odd Picasso style stuff. But you're right. Like up until that point, everything he must've been taught was different. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, okay. We got more. Do we answer that? Yeah, we answered that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> gentlemen. Okay. This is from Ethan. Uh, gentlemen, my AMA this week is quite different from most others. Some say it's not of a challenge. My challenge, if you choose to accept it, is to ask each other a deep personal question, in brackets, not too deep. Uh, from Ethan, the third best human, after you two, who, sh- who also sometimes refers to himself in the third person. So, uh, okay, I, I, I've, got a, I've got a good one, I think, which is, have you ever heard of, there's a card game called Skin Deep? And the whole idea is it's just a deck of cards with questions on them. Uh, And they're kind of these like deep thought provoking questions that are supposed to be like a little bit uncomfortable to ask people. And there's different editions. So there's friends editions. There's ones to do with like couples. There's like all different versions. Yeah. And I, I, I can just think of one that I remember from skin deep, which I think is a good one, which is what do you think I waste too much money on? Which what I think I think you waste too much money on. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let's let's put loot crate aside. It's been many years since that. So let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. current me, twenty twenty yeah. version me. Um, okay. Well, I think um, I I think there's like lots of little. Uh, see, I think loot crate. While you wouldn't do that again. I think you're somebody that likes more gadgets and stuff like that. And I feel like sometimes it's not like stuff you'll, you'll use uh, forever. You know, you might use it for a bit and then like, I can't even think for an example. I know there's been some like, um, oh, oh, actually a good one is uh, you had a lamp and we joke about you, me and your girlfriend, Stacey joke about how many lamps you had. <laughs> I mean, uh, I had but one, but yeah. <laughs> No, I do. Sorry, I do. Yeah, yeah. wasn't there more? Like, no, no, because she also had lamps, and then when we brought them in, we had a lot of lamps. Um, But there was uh, an LED light lamp, and I just feel like it was like one of those. Oh, this is cool LED light lamp that you can change. But it's like, ah, you don't really need. You probably could have just bought a normal lamp. And sure, it was like useful and gave in. You know, gave some cool mood lighting sometimes. But I feel like just in general, it's like you probably don't need to buy. Yeah, I I think that that is true of smart lighting in general. Like, so for instance, I I have nothing against smart lighting. In fact, the the two lamps we have in our bedroom have them uh, essentially for the sole reason that. You can set them for timers to come on in the morning, which I, I, I just like that feature. So I was like, yeah. that's fine. But the majority of people that I think get smart lighting, and this is definitely how, how it started, is you're like, oh my God, I can turn the light red. That's crazy. And you turn the light red and you're like, oh yeah. man. Back to white though, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn it this back is, to how it was. 
Sorry, this so is an insane environment I yeah, put yeah. myself in. <laughs> so we do have a couple of uh, of globes now that are like smart lights, but none of them are coloured anymore. Like, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I realise that. <laughs> That's yeah. not that exciting. <laughs> yeah, like once yeah. you do it once or twice, it's really not that exciting. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you just normally want white light. Yeah. Also, I, I just thought of something else that you're a sucker for. I'm sorry yeah. to bring this up. No, no, no. This is the point of this question. <laughs> okay, okay. You're you're a sucker for like a two for one. Oh, no, two for one deal. But like if you buy two, it'll be slightly cheaper than buying two outright. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time you came you, you came uh, to our apartment when we were living together and you, you bought two bottles of tomato sauce. <laughs> I guess you were like, oh, yeah, it was like, you know, cheaper to get two like this rather than buying them separately. I was like, we literally never use tomato sauce. And the fact that you've bought two is like, just gonna and they are still in the cupboard. Although I'll admit the funny thing is like maybe a few months ago, I went to the shops and I was like, uh, and I was like, oh, I want tomato sauce for like those sausages I would buy. I was like, do I have any? I don't think I do. And so I bought another <laughs> bottle of tomato sauce. I now have three bottles of tomato sauce that I very rarely, I reckon like once a month I'll use tomato <laughs> sauce. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. I also can never remember if I have shredded cheese. So I always end up with too much shredded cheese. Yes. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> I remember one time that happening, me like cleaning out the fridge. I'm like, there's like five bags of yeah, cheese yeah, yeah. in here. I mean, I think a couple of them were mine, but yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny. Um, what do you think I spend my money on? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Games, if, I guess. I, well, I don't know if you still do, but I would say Dungeons and Dragons. Like a lot of the stuff uh, that comes with Dungeons and Dragons, there's like a, like a markup on everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. what would you normally spend for a normal mini figurine? A few dollars. What if it's the Dungeons and Dragons one? Well, that's twenty to thirty dollars. Obviously, yeah, like yeah. there's this <laughs> exactly. weird markup on, on stuff, and you do have because you accommodate everyone that comes to play. You do have several like dice sets and several like yeah. miniatures and stuff like that. And just I think everyone that buys that stuff spends too much money on it. But there's I guess no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, because we, we haven't like, seen each I other think in months. Probably my pr- I was going to say, we haven't seen each other in months, so I have no idea. Like, you probably haven't brought anything for, like, a year. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think I have. I do have a subscription, though, to D&D on the D&D Beyond website. I can't, I can't even remember how much it is. But, um, but I still play D&D every week, and I use that website every week. So I sort of don't totally see that as a waste like uh, I could probably do everything I do without it, but yeah. I definitely find well, it. Well, and I, with I, it, that's but, um, that's that's the thing with any kind of purchase. Like I would say yeah. the same of like uh, I have the AirPods, the little wireless yeah. headphones, which are so stupid expensive. Like like they're they're so I I I completely understand when people are like that is too much money for a pair of headphones, but legitimately use them every day, more than once a day. So I am completely comfortable being like, I feel like I get my money's worth of them. So yeah, I, like yeah. as, as long as you feel that way about what you do with like D&D, being like, you know what? This costs a lot of money. You know what? I use it all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I do regret buying, because when we, we had our first kind of D&D session, I was like, oh, I should buy more players' handbooks so that more people can use them at the one time. <laughs> and, it, and the handbooks are like expensive, like $50 up. 
And so I got like three. I was like, I only needed one. I spent an extra $100 for no good reason. <laughs> Those sort of things I regret. I was like, oh, I've just tried to make something slightly easier for myself. And now we'd, if we have such like only one person would use it. It's just like totally irrelevant. Uh, but anyway, okay. Good question. Uh, uh, so I have one here from Amanda. It says, hi guys. I tried putting a couple of questions on Reddit, but I couldn't get them to go. And then I had a look at the Discord and I was too confused by that. So I decided to do things the old fashioned way. You and my dad are the only people that I email. Uh, you probably were confused by the Discord. It seems like some kind of hate-filled rhetoric pointed <laughs> at me, but it actually doesn't normally know what it's like. Yeah. So question one, uh, is there an order that you get dressed in the morning? I reckon you should go undies first. But my beloved puts his socks first and then a t-shirt. On the uh, on the Reddit people thought he Why was a monstrous. Yeah, so the Reddit people thought that this was monstrous behavior. I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but I do think it's weird. He said it's because he gets cold feet, but I still reckon you should put your undies on first. My second question is really more of a conspiracy theory. When I originally thought this up, it was pure conjecture, but it turns out I'm partly right. How right? Time will tell. Okay, here's what I'm going with. There is no actual COVID. It's all just a ruse to get us into lockdown. Why? Because there is an asteroid heading right for Earth. OMG, this is real. There's actually an asteroid pretty much aimed right at Earth, but it, uh, but it's, it's just about guaranteed to hit us and the day before the US election. I mean, not that I believe in omens or anything, but OMD. Anyway, on to my conspiracy theory. Only the best people have been put into extended lockdown because Melbourne, am I right? And this is because obviously when the asteroid hits, not the real one, but the, that's too small, but the conspiracy one, it's going to cause cataclysmic damage and we'll have to leave the planet. Lockdown has been put in place as a way of figuring out which people are psychologically and emotionally most suited to being the crew of the generation ship that Elon Musk has been building. Speaking for myself, as long as the ship has sufficient cats, craft supplies, and chocolate, I should be signing up any day now. Do you have any? I think you're out. I, I'm sorry, Amanda, but I think you're out. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about my conspiracy theory or any theories of your own? I also have one about lizards, lizard people, and movies. Take care, guys, and thanks for making me laugh. Hugs, Amanda. Uh, first of all, undies first. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, I think your husband is. I have. I. I. I'm only just realizing this now through this question, but I have a very specific thing that I always do: underwear first, and then uh, socks, then pants, then t-shirt. In that order, always. Right. Okay. I think. Uh, well, sometimes I'm just in my undies all day, so. <laughs> You know, anything else is a bonus clothing that I've put on after. after. I, I think we've talked about this before, and maybe this is like a body positivity thing, but I don't feel comfortable just in my underwear. Like, even if I'm the only one home. Yeah, right. Okay. I just don't like my skin being so exposed to everything. Yeah, I, I get that too. I think like, I feel like I just get, I'm getting dirtier faster. You know, normally it's after I've had like a shower or something. <laughs> That's true. I do feel and, that as well. Like if I sit down, if like if I don't have a shirt on and I sit on a couch, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be sitting on this couch. Just got dirty again. Yeah. Um, but anyway, undies first. Uh, conspiracy theory. Pretty, 
genius, actually. I think this is... Uh, it would be a good test. It actually would be funny if they were, like, you know, monitoring certain people. Like, because didn't people sign up, maybe, to be, the, like, the first uh, people on Mars? Yeah. I, I can't remember. But it would be funny if they were monitoring those people at the moment and just being like, this is the test. Because because it should be a test about not when you're being monitored, not when we're putting you into space, but if you elect and, and can control yourself when nobody's watching uh, or as far as you know nobody's watching, then that's that's the best test you can do to make sure somebody's going to be psychologically you know fit for being by themselves for so long or you know just with a only small amount of people not being able to go outside obviously is like just a huge thing if you're going to be put on mars um it is really it, it's actually interesting uh the, i mean i don't think it, it, it i believe it obviously but, <laughs> um but i think that it would be smart for uh, Elon or, you know, that that kind of team of researchers, even uh, NASA, I know, is, like, looking into certain similar sort of things, populating different planets. It's like, if you monitored people in the space, you probably would end up getting the right people. Uh, if, if you were able to monitor everyone, you would probably end up getting the right people, I think. Um, I'm also very interested in this other conspiracy about lizard people in movies. Uh, oh, there's there's a there's a I, yeah I I get that and I understand that and I agree with it. Um, it's real it's too complicated to go through probably. Well, I'm just saying we were talking about clickbait earlier. That's that's like verbal clickbait to say that to me. Like anyway, I have another one about lizard people in movies, but not for now. Yeah, and I'm like whoa, 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 but don't but don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, pretty funny that we're going to be hit by an asteroid. Uh, the day before the US election. <laughs> yeah, and it's all Joe Biden's uh, I mean, fault. I, yeah, bloody Joe Biden. I, I think that, like, don't we get hit by asteroids all the time? Yep, yeah. They burn but, up, um, mostly. Yeah. But anyway, still kind of funny. Uh, okay, one last one here. This is by Hazim. He actually sent two emails. And the first one is exactly the same, but the second one had this at the at the top. Fixed a typo. Hearing you guys read my emails made me realize how often my emails have typos. <laughs> uh, he said, gentlemen, the Florida man concept, uh, this exists because of reporting laws in Florida for arrests that let anyone easily search new arrests and what they're for. So the media has gone wild with it and inadvertently created a trope. Oh, that makes more sense, I think, to me as to why. Yeah, that that's comes up. Okay, that's really interesting. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are the New York correspondent, okay? <laughs> please look, please stick look, to your own look, region. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, we'll, we'll give you this one, but if you dare report on Florida again... I swear to God, I swear to God. Thin ice, has it? <laughs> yeah, Even yeah. though you've you done could, so much for the show, thin yeah. ice. <laughs> you could have said... I heard some guy in New York telling me about the Florida man concept. That would have been acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this has kind of gone too far. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Teko Tsubo ending in bow, as in bow tie, or bow and arrow. 
not bow as in bow of a ship or bow before me. English is a wacky language. Okay, I'm going to assume that came to another pronunciation thing in, a, in another email. But Takotsubo is how you pronounce that. In case any, I'm sure people were wait, just waiting. <laughs> well, the amount of emails I had to filter out so you didn't see them, Nelson, but everyone commenting on how you pronounce that. Yeah, yeah, I actually searched out email by Takutsubo <laughs> and then just select all and then delete. Uh, and it took three hours. Don't know how this got through the filter, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, it occurred to me uh, at an episode a week, episode 208 is the, is the four-year anniversary. I have an idea slash suggestion, which is great because this is next week. So mm-hmm. <laughs> normally we're too late for this. Yeah, lucky, lucky we got to this in time. <laughs> I mean, he sent it weeks ago. Yeah, in fact, it's kind of lucky because we're doing double the AMA. This yeah, yeah. Week. If you want something, Pond-Dapping. if you want something for episode uh, two twenty, send it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to. Oh boy, you need to get it. Um, I have an idea slash suggestion. A drunk episode. Huh. You always talk about how shows where people get drunk and discuss things, so this doubles as a podnapping. I would gladly sponsor this financially via Venmo or whatever cash based transfer <laughs> you use. <laughs> well. Uh, a cordially Hizim. Hizim, here's something you need to know. Sure, we have we might have a better healthcare system than you guys, mm. or education, you mm. know, it's not as expensive. But when it comes to alcohol, ours is far more expensive. Taxed Way to hell. Expensive. So, hey, I appreciate the gesture, yeah. but we don't want to make you bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, um, yeah, our alcohol is so heavily taxed that I think yeah. we're, we are one of the most expensive in the world, I think, for alcohol. I think, I think so. That's why Campbell and I resort to moonshine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and drugs. We go, we, well, mainly drugs, but um, sometimes we mix it up with some moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, we grow our own potatoes and stuff, and yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that could be a funny idea. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Uh, look, I don't know if it would be terrible, but the, I think uh, it's a... I think that we'll have a good time. I will warn all of the <laughs> listeners if they want this, that we sober and like like firing all cylinders really struggle to produce this show week to week, <laughs> just on from a technical standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we're happy to do it as long as you are aware that the risk of there not being an episode that week increases tenfold. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're happy with those terms and conditions, <laughs> we're happy to do it. How are we even going to do this? Oh, actually, I have the week off next week, but that's because I'm moving. I don't yeah, know yeah. if this we, is... We, we'll, probably, we'll probably have to record a little early on a weekend. But also, you, yeah, you'll yeah. need to get home somehow, and we are under pretty strict lockdown. We have to... What? What's it? You, you'll probably have to get home later... Somehow we're under pretty strict lockdown. Like, are, are there normal car services and stuff running? Well, I thought we would still do it remotely. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Just get drunk at your own house. Yeah. Although I, mean, I think technically I can come over. Oh, no, I can't. I can't come. You can come over here, but I can't go over there. I thought, I thought I, we can talk about this offline. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Let's talk about it now. <laughs> I was under the understanding that it could be either way. No, I think Stacy has to leave for the time that I'm there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That right, is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, everybody. Stacy was out for a walk when she heard last week's episode. We didn't get a photo of the moment. <laughs> oh, damn it. 
okay, anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. So thank you, Hazim. Thank you, Amanda and Ethan and Hallie. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. You can also join us on Discord, uh, which is pinned to the top of our subreddit. Yes. Um, we'd also super appreciate it if you could rate and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Rate us five stars, but but leave a comment saying how much you hate yeah, yeah, the yeah. podcast. We we are looking for five star negative reviews this week. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what we're going for. And um, next week, maybe drunk. Who knows? Maybe drunk. We'll find out. We'll uh, we'll give it a go. I think we should definitely aim to do it. Okay, okay. I'm happy to try. Because it's our four year. Wait, four years? Is that what we're up to? Yeah, four year. Jesus Christ. Anniversary. That's four crazy. years of our life. Nelson, we were in our mid 20s when this started. Holy shit. <laughs> we haven't, uh, I mean, we haven't, we haven't missed an episode. That's pretty amazing, too. Well, next week, maybe. <laughs> maybe next week. We'll be so drunk, we just can't record. I'm actually such a lightweight now because I barely drink at the moment, too. So. I'll have like three beers and I'll be done. (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. Uh, So that's it. Thanks for listening and we will read you later.